0: It is no surprise that one of CFRU's longest-running and most popular programs is Clan de We feature two hours of the best Celtic music from around the world and around the corner. Listen on Sundays after the BBC World News at noon. Tune in and get your fill of fiddles, whistles, banjos, mandolins, barons, harps, flutes and wonderful voices. And of course, let's not forget everyone's favorite Celtic musical instrument, the bagpipes. Planet Gale is the most bagpipe friendly show on CFRU FM 93.3. Join me, John Fahey, on Sundays and start your own Celtic Kitchen, Kaylee. Yeah. All right. Boss Taylor's just getting the door there. The yes. old classic transfer over. We've got Jesse coming on the show. JP Mann is coming yeah, in.
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: Grandmaster Mario is not going to catch this show, but we're going to be working on his YouTube channel after the radio show. DJ Blackfire Josh, Wildcard Josh, may or may not be coming. Well, actually, uh, no, he's here right now. So uh, Blackfire Josh is already here? Yeah. All right, there we go. We got an exciting show. We got an interview with Jim Leahy, Sunnyvale Trailer Park Supervisor Jim Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys. We got an interview lined up with him that just came through impromptu. Sort of a last minute thing. We interviewed him a little while ago. Okay. Happy to get a chance to talk to him again. So we'll be putting that in towards the second half of the show. And okay. uh, yeah, what do you think, Boss Taylor? Yeah. What do you think of the struggles that the Jays have been going oh, through? Oh,
1: bad. <laughs> yeah like uh, they do have to win uh this uh tonight but uh it'll be uh
0: nail biter last night yeah though,
1: eh? yeah like they almost won uh last night
0: yeah nail biter last night yeah but uh they lost and they lost a few games recently that i definitely thought they should have won however
1: yeah like the series of Tampa Bay, I think, was one of them. So. Yeah, the series uh, of Tampa Bay
0: is a bit of a sore spot for everybody right now, I think, especially when you're in a pennant race and you have a chance to play one of the weaker teams and then you drop the ball like that. And also the series against the Angels is another yeah, example like, of that. Yeah,
1: that too, yeah.
0: Another team dwelling down in the basement, but still and
1: pulling, j- pulling games off the Jays like well, ain't nothing. Yeah, well, actually, Chad, uh, next week I'm going to my second Blue Jays game. No way. I guess Tim Bay. uh, Boss Taylor going to the Jays. Yeah. Cool, man. So that'll be my reason why I could be skipping next week, I think. All right. Announcement in advance. Duly noted. Yeah, due in advance. (laughs)
0: Boss Taylor will be away from next week's program. Let's get the show started here with the the band Orange Juice Blues, Blues for Breakfast. Uh, uh, One of my favorite songs by Richard Manuel from the band. Richard Manuel's older brother was a teacher in Elmira actually and I believe Richard Manuel himself was from the Stratford area okay.
2: I had a hard time waking this morning.
3: Masters, what's in the house? I'm DJ Blackfire. This is our show.
0: Yeah, DJ Blackfire on the scene. (laughs) And we got Grandmaster Mario is sitting this one out, but we're going to be working on his YouTube channel after, which is, uh, I believe it's just the Grandmaster Mario uh, official YouTube channel. But I can get you more details on that later. He just posted his welcome video last week. Welcome to the channel kind of thing. He's going to be showing off talents and stuff like that on that YouTube channel. So that's cool. And Boss Taylor's got his channel. So I guess, Blackfire, we just got to get your channel rocking, man. I got my channel rocking. We, just, I should get a channel. You know, make just it posted, funny. Just posted up a new Sensing Boy video today on my channel.
3: Me, I can get people who like me,
0: but... Alright, so if I make a channel no more haters. So I believe I've not doubled
1: down <laughs> the <to laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm saying it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna and we got uh JP Man over here. Do you have your How's own YouTube going? channel
4: already? I, YouTube? I do. Uh, it's uh I have a few videos up, but it's mostly videos that I posted from uh, when I was in school. I uh, saw so working on new videos though, hoping to get it updated. Maybe put What's up a new YouTube channel. channel? Oh, <laughs> uh, if you just type my uh, name in there, uh, it would be a J-E-S-S-E, and then my last name. should find it right up there. So there you go.
0: <laughs> All right, and you, but you're a videographer. You've been making some videos for different people. You, you, and you also have worked in capacities for other video, local video networks, right?
4: Yes. Uh, well, like... Television networks as well. <laughs> I uh, volunteer for Rogers for a couple of years. Uh, that kept me busy and then, like, working-wise, uh, as soon as I'm done uh, working at the, the track when it's all done for the season, then I'm going to be focusing more seriously into my videographer work and uh, expanding my horizons out for that Yeah. so I can uh, create uh, uh, new stuff for people. and. Uh, Create a new portfolio, and
3: yeah, maybe maybe we should make a TV show. I never know.
0: <laughs> I I realized that JP manda is a videographer and doing this video work when I saw you doing running the camera, running the cameras at one of the storm games.
1: Oh the, yeah, yeah,
0: And then uh, yeah. now I've seen your video. Um, I don't know if are you allowed to promote that video that you made for Andrew? Is it it's is it public video or like is it released by Bridges or is it still a private video?
4: Oh no, it's not private. It's, it's out there. Yeah, it's on there. It's on their YouTube channel, uh, Andrew Bloomfield, and you'll find it uh, called "Voices to Be Heard," and it's for mainly want to focus on the people that want to be uh, facilitators. Uh, sup- helped, uh, uh, yeah. Supportive typing. Supported facilitators. typing. facilitators, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool video um, showing the world of supported typing and how it can allow certain people to express themselves well, in ways that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to express themselves. It was a very cool video, and uh, he did a great job on it. All right. Yes. So, we got J.P. Mann back on the show, uh, and we're going to pass it over to Boss Taylor. Yes. He's going to do his first segment, and stay tuned for later on the program when we interview Sunnyvale Trailer Park Supervisor Jim Leahy.
1: Good afternoon Boss fans out there. Welcome to our Griffin and Special Olympics Sports Show. My name is Boss Taylor with co-hosts Boston Carlisle, Grand Master Mario, and DJ Blackfire Josh. We have a great show for you today. If you want to be on the sports show or have any new ideas, just drop in to see me on Mondays at the Mitchell Athletic Center or give me an email at taylor15-nasterpacker.ca. Now Griffin Sports today. This is the first week back for university and in high school students. So the sports scene in Grove will get very busy over the next four months. So get out and support the Griffins. If you want to sign up for Ed and fitness, you can at the Mitchell Athletic Center. So get involved and you'll have more fun. The football grips were upset by Windsor Lancers, 33 29 last weekend. They didn't have their best game and will look to rebound this week. Saturday, they play the Queen's Golden Gales at home at 1 p.m. at Alumni Stadium. Tomorrow, I will be interviewing the new Griffin head coach, Kevin McNeil. We are interviewing some of the players as well, Andrew Graham, Royce Mechie, and Andrew Pickett. Griffins of the Week are Ann Carolyn Lang at Women's Soccer and Benjamin Calency in men's soccer. Lang scored the win goal against the Royal Warriors on Sunday. She has been a big reason why the Grimms have taken seven out of nine points to start the season. Congrats to Anne Carolyn. Through the first three games of the season. The men's soccer team is undefeated. Fourth-year goalkeeper, Ben Clancy, is a big reason why, as he hasn't allowed a goal this year. The Grips have two wins and a tie in three games. Congrats to Ben. The Griffin men's rugby team opened this season with a 53 to nothing win over RNC. They have a big game this Sunday against the Green Scales Played in the OEA final last year. Good luck, teams, and go, Grizz, go. That's all the Grizz for now. Back to Boston. I'll see if I like play three of them.
0: All right, great job on segment number one. Boston. Thank you,
1: sir. Great job, too. Okay.
0: All right. So. We're going to hear something now from Sean Savage. We haven't heard from Sean Savage on the show in a little while. Sean Nicholas Savage. Oh, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. Arbutus Records. This is from his breakout 2013 album, Other Life. This is She Looks Like You by Sean Nicholas Savage on CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph. Stay tuned for our Jim Leahy interview later on the show today.
3: What, Jim Leahy
0: again?
5: For you know it You're not even you It's such a shame I can't believe I had to say goodbye To the people In the neighborhood I left behind I kissed you deep And there was nothing Left inside She looks like
0: YouTube, on Cypher number two. <laughs> All right. Cypher number two. We got Cypher number two coming in here. Yes. All right, boss. That was Sean Nicholas Savage, a little Sean Savage on the show. Uh, she Looks Like You, Arbutus Records. Everybody, Jesse's just realizing now that that we're actually interviewing the John Dunsworth, Jim Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. He was uh, wasn't yeah. quite sure what I was talking about before. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, no. I uh, like I. Uh, I didn't actually know it was like today or this was. Yeah, it's uh, last.
0: It's a last minute last sort minute. of thing, but uh, no, that's awesome. But yeah, we <laughs> did interview him actually on the show uh, about a year ago. Was that Blackfire? Yeah, when uh, they were in Guelph. I have seen them.
3: And I mean, I can I can tell you something? We went. To, can we just talk about it? Where we went?
0: Talk away.
3: We went to the the by my place is like the concert theater, golf Concert Theater. That's why it's called that. Yeah. Right? By my place? Yeah. I was in their way, and Randy told me to get out of their way.
0: Randy is a bit of a... Not as nice of a guy as you think he's going to be.
3: But he's nice. But he's doing it for an act. Maybe. He
0: well, did. I think he just got a little drunk at that show. Yeah, he's yeah. Just a he just He was a little bit rude to you, let's just say. But... but he was Maybe soon. he had a long day. Who knows? But Jim Leahy, on the other hand, John Dunsworth... Play, most politest, nicest guy you could ever meet or talk to. Yeah, I
3: know. I know. Rick, he I was know,
0: really nice to you, right?
3: Yeah, I, I know. I know Ricky can be that way, but I let him. Randy, know. you mean? Randy, Randy Bobandy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. his name, Randy Bobandi.
0: Yeah, I want to see Remember him. last time we talked to him? He was at a rally for the for the um, subsidies uh, that the film industry was getting yeah. out east there.
3: Yeah, one day, one day. Uh, they were not getting no funds or something like that. Yeah, we'll
0: ask him for a follow up on that today in today's interview.
3: Maybe, maybe I ask. Maybe I can ask people to help.
0: Yeah. sure you should you ask that question for him? Yep, I'll ask that question. All right, so you ready to rock with segment number two, yeah, Boss Taylor? Cipher yes. number two, buddy. Cipher number two, take and, it away, Boss Taylor.
1: And coming he's forced boss today, the like twelve blue jays are in a first place tie to the Boston Red Sox now. Boston's playing well, so it's going to be a battle until the end for the East Division title. The Baltimore Orioles are only one game back. This week, the Jays play a three game series at home against the Red Sox. The winner of this series might end up winning the division. Tonight, Marcus Strowman is on the mound against the Yankees. Go Jays, go! Here's my Olympic report and highlights from the Real Games for Josh. Women's soccer team won the bronze as well as the women's rugby team. Our women's swim team has five medals led by 16-year-old Penny Oleksiak, who won a gold, silver, and bronze medal. Rosie McClellan, won the goal in the trampoline event the second straight games. Congrats to Rosie. This was awesome. Derek Duran won the first goal for the men in the high jump. Super Derek. Andre DeGrasse won the bronze medal in the 100 meters against Usain Bolt, who won the gold for the third straight Olympics. Andre won silver in the 200 meters. Kenneth Finnis won four gold, three silver, and 15 bronze. Top three male countries were USA, you USA with hundred twenty one medals, China with 30 medals, and Great Britain with sixty seven medals. An awesome performance by Team Canada. Now, what's the question you have now?
3: Canada was good at the Olympics. They're really good. How many medals did they get? Well, who? And well, how much medals did they got at the end of it? Oh, the oh, United States,
1: um, hundred twenty-one.
3: know Why the United States are good? They're good.
1: They're good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, absolutely. China's not. <laughs> China's <laughs> not China. Yeah, they have a huge <laughs> well, budget
0: for their. Um, they have a huge yeah. budget, probably the biggest budget in the world but for their China's Olympic team. But I'm not exactly. can't be quoted on that hundred percent. But
3: but China's not bad as second place.
4: It also it also depends. Uh, how many uh athletes like from each country are participating in the Olympics, too. Yeah, there's so many different
0: factors, like the budget that the team has, the culture, the sort of training culture for the different specific sports in each country. Like Canada is a small country, but we compete very heavily in the Winter Olympics because we have a lot of winter sports. Like, yeah, we really good at hockey and stuff like that. We're not, right?
3: g- we're not good. Uh, I'm not paying our team down, but we're not good in the w- summer, but we tried our best in the summer. We are good in the winter. We get mostly in the winter, right? Yeah, we're better in the winter, I would say. We're
1: better in the winter. Yes,
0: definitely.
3: All
0: right. right. All That's right.
1: all the community sports so from now back to Boston. I'll say if I go 3FM.
0: All right, let's go to another musical break here as we get ready for cipher number three. And then after that, of course, our interview with Jim Leahy, uh, with John Dunsworth. He's, com- the Trailer Park Boys are coming. Well, not the Trailer Park Boys, but Randy and Leahy. Randy Bobandi and Mr. Leahy are coming to Tilsonburg this time, this weekend, yes. Saturday, September 10th. And I believe we got a bunch of tickets to give away. Um,. So, give the show a call, 519-837-2378, uh, 519-837-CFRU, give us a call, and we will get you some tickets to the Tilsonburg uh, tra- Trailer Park Boys show. Here is Tops, also on Arbutus Records, one of our favorite labels to play from. This is a song called Way to Be Love. I, I have a question. Is that a contest? Uh. N- we could do a contest, but usually it's uh, so hard to give away tickets that might as well just give them away for anybody that wants them. Yeah. But if somebody calls in and they right. want it to be a contest, we can do trivia for them. But it won't be live on the radio. So.
3: I'm going to get an easy question for you guys. What was the last season of Trail Park Boys this year? What number was it? That's the easiest question. What? What was the number? Oh, what's
0: what season are we in right now?
3: Yeah, that's a good question, right?
0: Yeah, it's, that is a good question. And
3: it's pretty easy too. It's not even
0: too hard, right? Um, it is not too hard. No.
3: You you can find out on if you find and call us in what number is the season last season of the Boys?
0: That can be your question. Yeah. Yeah. What's a lot, what was the most recent season? What number was it? Yeah. I would say that's a good question. It's a fair question. Or name mm-hmm.
4: all the main characters, like on the show. Name,
0: name yeah, like um, At least six, four say five four or six. six. Let's say five. Let's say five.
3: Uh, let's say five. Or that. Well, let's pay, name the five characters of Trailer Park Boys, or what season, the recent season. There you go. Let's do that.
0: someone wants to call in. They can choose their, what type of trivia question they do. There you go. All right all right so that is in uh, preparation around our interview with Jim Leahy John Dunsworth come shortly here's tops way to be loved from their album picture you staring here on CFRU 93.3 FM and well
1: okay
6: Is that the way that you wanna be loved? Is that the way that you wanna be loved? Is that the way that you wanna?
0: here on CFRU uh-huh. 93.3 FM in Guelph
3: no cipher number
0: three cipher number three oh, special thanks. Olympics variety hour hurry up <laughs> all right so okay are you ready to take it away with with y- yes. cipher number three we just started there from tops Arbitus records way to be loved is the name of that one off of
1: picture you staring in Special Olympics today the fall boss will be starting out soon bowling is Monday Wednesday nights Basketball is Tuesday night. Floor hockey is Thursday and Friday nights. Swimming is Saturday night. The sports banquet is september thirtieth, so make sure you order your tickets from Trail Turner at Arc Industries. The cost is twenty five dollars for athletes, coaches, and registered volunteers. Thirty dollars for guests and parents. It'll be a lot of fun, so don't miss out. All your tickets now. Basketball starts October 11th with a parent-athlete coaches meeting. The first practices start on October 18th. We are practicing at two sites this year, St. James and Arc. And that's all the sports of the Griffin Special Olympic Sports Show. Back to Boston on Friday night Fighter, three FM. All right. So
0: we're going to take a musical break here. While we're getting ready still for our interview with John Dunsworth, Jim Leahy, they're coming to Tilsonburg. Um, So, yeah, they're coming to Tilsonburg, uh, and we're going to have more information about that later. But there is VIP tickets that you can acquire for $50, a meet and greet scenario, which last time I believe was included, and you just went up and lined up and waited in a really big line, right? Blackfire? Yeah and which you eventually did get to meet them but um this time it seems as though there's they're discharging more and then you can fast track that if you want to pay the extra and there's tickets available from the radio station give us a call 509-837-2378 509-837-cfru for, for randy co- and Lakey tickets randy bob Bandy.
3: can i ask is a vip ones
0: Those are the $50 ones, the meet and greeters. Yeah, it's a VIP. You get it. Those aren't the ones we're giving away, I don't think, as far as I know. But those are available. We better be clear about that. So, we're going to hear Frederick Squire from Spooky Action at a Distance is the name of the album. Bike Thief is the name of the song. Here it is on CFRU, 93.3 FM and Guelph.
3: Oh, I thought...
0: getting ready to call Leahy here we got one more quick track to play before that and we'll see if Leahy's gonna what he's gonna choose music wise if he has any songs all right so we're gonna hear a quick song here by M Ward from his new album more rain on merge records and uh, this song is called pirate dial I'm talking about the tickets if you call
5: It's alright if you don't mind It's alright if you do You're still coming through On a pirate line. On a pirate night I have don't buy it's alright if they do you're still coming through on a pirate on a pirate
0: Hello. Hello. All right. Welcome back on to the show, John Dunsworth.
7: Hi, Boston Carlisle.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the show again today. Some of the listeners might remember you from the interview we did with you a little while ago before you guys, in advance of you and Randy and you and Pat's last appearance in Guelph. You're coming to Tilsonburg now.
7: Maybe three. Yeah. Three of your listeners sort of remember it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's it's possible. <laughs> I know the you guys know, on the show...
7: I, you know I was a student at Guelph.
0: Yeah, I remember we talked last time that you were a student here uh, back in the late 60s, right? Right. Yeah, so that's a kind of a neat tie-in for a lot of people in Guelph. I know as the growing phenomenon of the Trailer Park Boys continues to take over the world, a lot of the new students in Guelph, uh, I think, are, find that to be a pretty cool little fact about their university, their new university that they're coming to.
7: How many students are there now? Uh,
0: do you uh, do you know, Jesse? I think we're, we're
4: coming up uh, to
0: 20,000, I think, but uh, we're maybe not quite. At least
7: 20,000. Maybe 25?
0: Yeah, it's grown oh. quite a bit recently The over the past five years. Uh, I think
7: it was most 7,000 when I was there. Really? <laughs> yeah, but maybe even less than that. Anyway, um, I have great memories of... Uh, of Guelph.
0: Yeah, uh, and you lived in a you lived in a place just outside of town when you were at school here?
7: I lived in several different places. One of them was a mansion on Queen Street. Some of you might know it's set back off Queen Street. It's a beautiful mansion. But the Aggies uh, needed a couple of people, so a couple of art students moved in there. It was great. Also, we lived on a farm, and the guy grew all these vegetables, and we moved in the Follies to help yourself. And we lived in a bungalow on Queen Street, too. Cool. And I lived with two guys uh, two guys who kept snakes. And uh, uh, I, I, I wish I could remember their name. I always wondered what happened to those guys. Uh,
0: that is a fact that I didn't know. I did, that didn't come up in our last interview.
7: It was a red burn.
0: What kind of snakes and, did they have?
7: Oh, I don't know, but it used to eat the mice. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, 1 o'clock when the red burn closed, or 12 or 11 or whatever it was, One of the guys worked there, and he'd come home with all kinds of hamburgers and french fries. Anyway, that's a new memory. I just remembered that just now. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Cool.
0: Well, I just checked for you. There's over 20,000 students at Guelph now, so it's grown quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of the different colleges have expanded a lot recently on campus. Um, So, you guys are coming to Tilsonburg. You and Randy Bobandi are coming to Tilsonburg. Yeah. And there is now a VIP ticket available. Last time it was just a big lineup, but you guys have streamlined that down now to be a little bit more efficient.
7: I have no idea. We don't do anything with the box. Oh uh, well that's probably easier for
0: you. But we uh, just
7: wait wait till showtime, they play the theme and out comes Randy wearing a shirt.
0: <laughs> Out comes Randy Bobandy. Yeah, you guys did, and um, you brought the house down last time you were in Guelph. And I know that there was a wide range of people there, and uh, I'm sure Tilsenberg will be uh, Tilsonberg will be happy to have you. Um, so have you have you been doing any Swearnet Swearnet stuff recently?
7: Oh yeah, we got the Randy and Leahy show. Uh, uh, there's ten episodes of that Swearnet.com. You have to subscribe to see this. But there's lots of stuff on there, boy.
0: Yeah, I'm actually can't
7: see it anywhere else.
0: I'm a proud subscriber of Swearnet myself. Have
7: Uh, you you ever watched Jim Leahy and the Liquor Stories? I was
0: going to say Liquor Stories is actually my favorite thing on. That was what I wanted to ask you about because that's my favorite thing on Swearnet.
7: Well, what about uh, the the Randy and Leahy or Leahy and Randy show? Have you watched any of that?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've watched most of the stuff. I like all of it because I'm a big fan, but Liquor Stories just stands out to me as a particularly good format for a skit because I like a lot of skit comedy shows dating back to SCTV and all that kind of stuff. And to have good, have good skit comedy, you sort of need a lot of things to come together in a very practical way like the set and the concept and everything is well, uh, you'd
7: like you'd like one of our latest episodes i think they just put it up it's called Randy and Leahy visit Peggy's Cove
0: oh that sounds exciting yep. i'll check and I'm we a- go
7: we go by boat over to Peggy's Cove and Randy gets seasick it's great it's a skit
0: there's a uh, there's tons of content on swearnet um so that's. I know. There's a lot of a lot of the hardcore fans are really happy that you guys create that extra content content for for us to watch. Uh, a lot. Not really that many other shows are doing that kind of thing where they have that much extra content for the fans constantly coming out.
7: Yeah, the boys are down in the southern states right now. They're uh, they're doing a thing called Out of the Park, which probably will screen on on uh, Netflix and. Um, we're uh we're gearing up for uh, a busy fall randy and i have 40 dates between now and christmas we're going over to europe we're going to switzerland and finland and some england and other places
0: wow amazing as you said last time on the interview the momentum of the show is just seems to be uh unstoppable at this point it's just a, a worldwide phenomenon now and you didn't really You didn't really predict that. I don't think anybody could have predicted that that much success when you guys were first starting the show off. Hello.
7: Uh, I heard you. Was that a question? Uh, I I thought it was. (laughs) I I thought it was a a nicely summed up statement about. You know, nobody knows when they. You know, when they drive the first nail. I mean, unless you have the plans set out. I mean, there. There's probably you know, books out there that will tell you how to be a success, but I I think it just depends on doing what you love.
0: So there's a particular episode that I wanted to draw attention to, Season 9, Episode 7. I don't know if you felt this at all or if it was just a gradual progression for you, but I felt in that episode that your character actually um, took on sort of a, became one of the... Most important characters on the show. Not that any of the characters are more important than the other, but um, your acting performance on that show really stood out. On that particular episode, really stood out to me.
7: Well, to be perfectly, what what season was that?
0: Season nine.
7: Well, I haven't seen season
0: nine. <laughs> you haven't even watched all the seasons.
7: The only the only thing I saw in season nine is episode nine because that was the one I directed, and they asked me to go in and check it out. But I I haven't watched Trailer Park for a long time.
0: You are involved in regional theater and stuff like that. Are you still doing? Any, are you doing any re- regional theater stuff right now?
7: Every every four or five years, I like to be in a play, and it seems to happen that every four or five years, someone says, "Hey, they're looking for someone for and." Uh, so the last one was well, maybe three or four years ago, so maybe maybe it's time I do another play. I love
0: doing plays. Awesome. I thought that was cool that you were involved in that stuff. One, uh, I got two more questions for you before I'm going to let the guys have a couple questions. questions. Uh, one, the last time we talked to you, you were at a rally for, I believe it was the Nova Scotia film industry protesting the cuts to the grants and funding that was yeah. happening at the time. Is there any updates that you can give the listeners on that?
7: Well, it's very curious because there's quite a bit going on right now, uh, because the Premier, uh, upped the, uh, the tax incentive, uh, by, I don't know, 10 million or maybe more to bring in other productions because although he couldn't admit that, uh, you know, he'd made a mistake, what he did when he saw the writing on the wall. I, I don't know, I'm not sure, but I, I would say that. They're they're doing their level best to attract business now because they can see that it is a windfall.
0: So essentially, they maybe learned their lesson. Like the situation has gotten better, is what you're saying.
7: I haven't been uh, involved myself in any of it, and I haven't auditioned for any of the shows that are going on here. And there was one part that I could have for sure auditioned for, but uh, I've been finding that my time uh, with Trailer Park is pretty all-consuming, um, in spite of the fact that uh, I need um, a lot of time to myself doing stonework, because that's what I'm doing. I was doing some today. Yesterday I went to the quarry, got a ton of rocks, and I put uh, put Portland cement and sand together, and I glue rocks together, and they're going to be around a lot longer than trailer
0: park. So y- that's yeah, what I'm doing. you have videos of that. Actually, I watched one of the videos of you building one of those stone walls at your place. Uh, so uh, that's something that you actually are, are passionate enough about that you're promoting. Um, promoting.
7: There's that. an up. There's an update now. What's the update on uh, John Dunsworth YouTube?
0: Oh, cool. I'm going to check it out.
7: Because that that movie that you're talking about uh was called Get a Hobby. Yes. And and I hired a a director uh and camera and they put together a nice little video because I I I believe that what's going on in in life right now on the ground and the reality of of families and what they're doing and and if that is on Videotape, or uh, I think in the years to come, that is way more valuable than anything that comes out of the entertainment machine. You know, Hollywood and the like. And a lot, a lot of the scripts, you know, a lot of the movies that you see, they can be scarier, they can be about zombies, or they can be a, a nice little romantic drama, you know. But what's going on around us, when you look, is way more interesting.
0: I mostly agree with that statement, I would say.
7: Good. Uh, mostly is good.
0: <laughs> well, it's a complicated statement, but I did really you're, like you're, the... You're
7: a, man, you're a man who can see the gray between the black and the white. Okay. I heard a, a CBC radio uh, did a, a search in the States at the way down in Appalachia, and they were talking about people about. both about uh trump and clinton and one person curiously said uh i like the days when everything was black and white (laughs) and then i i read i read in the new yorker last week uh they were talking about or maybe it was in the newspaper local paper about the fact that um probably on the internet uh the fact that people nowadays um 40% 40% of the population can't see the gray area. Oh, they don't,
0: interesting. They don't
7: understand. Well, the thing is is that there is no absolute truth, and the people who say it, uh, one of the people said Hillary Clinton is the devil, Hillary Clinton is something, something, which was a right. direct quote from Donald Trump. I mean, it's, uh, I heard another program recently about Savonarola and, uh, and uh, how he got the masses all riled up and uh, you know he was a bit of an iconoclast himself but he was very charismatic and uh and then machiavelli was his foil but anyway that's another story
0: all right i know the guys are uh, eager to ask a couple questions could i ask one small favor of you and if you're not comfortable doing this that's fine i was just wondering if you could do a quick shout out for me for something
7: yeah yeah
0: um if it would be possible if you could say um this is jim leahy from the trailer park boys or something like that basically just that um and just i'm and i'm having a couple of drinky poos with the scentsy boys
7: the Sentry boys
0: scentsy boys scentsy yeah
7: okay you rolling yep this is Officer Jim Leahy, well, ex-Officer Jim Leahy, but I was the best cop on the force, Now I'm Chief Supervisor of Sunnyvale Trailer Park, and uh, I'm just having a little a couple nicky blues right here with my friends the sensitive boys. Hey, just, cheers, guys.
0: All right, perfect. Thank you so much. So now, that was amazing. Um, so now, Taylor has a question for you here, if that's all right. Sure.
1: I uh, um hello uh i want to know what is your favorite episode and why
7: well i have a very cute answer for that the next one because it's exciting it's unknowing and i get to work on it once they're done they're done
0: there Uh, you go hi excellent perfect answer all right so josh you have a question
3: when is the next season? No, season.
7: Yeah. That's the same guy. Different guy. Different
0: guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> they, their voices sound similar.
7: You from the Do you
0: same want
3: me to part. say again? When is the next season of Trailer Park Boys? And what's new about it? Just a taste.
7: Okay. What's your name? I'm DJ uh, Blackfire uh, Josh.
3: Yeah, DJ, yeah, yeah, Josh. DJ Blackfire Josh. Can you hear me?
7: Yeah, I was curious about the caller's name.
3: I'm not black, but I'm white. <laughs> what's, you,
7: what's your name?
3: I'm Josh, really. Just call me Josh. Josh. Yeah.
7: Thank you, Josh. Um, to answer your question, season 11, I think, for my money, it's the best season of all of them. And last year, if you liked season 10, some people really did, and they said it was almost as good as the first season. Well, I think that you'll like season 11 as much as you like season 1. It's really great.
0: All right, that's uh, good enough for me. And
7: it comes out, oh, and to answer your question, it'll probably be aired um, around March March or April. Netflix it now.
0: All right, next year. Perfect. Excellent. March no, April.
7: last year
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, all right one more question from Jesse and then we're
4: gonna let you go well uh, hello uh, good to have you on the show <laughs> um, uh, just yeah quick question um, who would you say is your biggest influence to pursue a career in acting
7: I think it was because the professor in my, you know, I took an elective acting course at Guelph when I was there in 1967 or so. And my professor was very encouraging. Um, So much so that I finally, without quite knowing it, found what it was that I really liked to do and that I was okay at, that I was pretty good at. And it's a natural ability. I don't take quite a lot of credit for being a genius or a brilliant, but um, I was willing to do the work, and and I really enjoyed it. And this professor was uh, James Murphy,